see those beautiful waves and turn this down so you can't hear me echoing back yet. Yeah, I am recording. <sighs> what a day. What a day. Hey. day today. It's been a busy one. Right, shall we clap? Oh. <laughs> Chris, any particular nationality you'd like me to cast down in? What have we got today? Beatles versus Arctic. Can you do it in Canadian? Uh, don't they speak English? Yeah, but it's like French English. Oh, well, Canadian's French. There's some French in the album. Can you do it in French? Um, uh, no. No, I can't do French. Definitely not. I can do German again. Would you like German again? I can do French. I actually really French. want to do it. Okay, you you do the one, two, three, and we'll do the clapping after that. Ah, de toi. Very good. Oh, I did four. <laughs> Why? Some makes you do three. Some makes you do four. Would you just just? No, I I always do three, Chris. You, it's, it's your mistake. We can look back. You did four. <laughs> you did four. You're a liar and a whore and a thief. You I will have none of this nonsense. <laughs> Right, well, I'm putting it on record from this moment on. It's as free claps. It's not four, it's as free. Okay. And there'll be hell to play if any of you deviates from said, <laughs> said plan. Super. Christopher, take us through the intro. The intro? We're going straight into the intro. We're not, we're not doing beers first. Intro first. Well, do, do we normally do beers first? I don't know. Should we do beers first or after the intro? It's all, it's all gone to cock tonight. I've got an... Well, because I've got something new and exciting I'm trying. Have you? What's I, that? I've seen it in um, Aldi and I'm like, oh, I quite fancy that. What's it called? Ossian. Ossian Golden Ale. How much was it? Was it cheap? Mm. It was like four fifty for a pack of four. It was that old beer. It should be cheap. But that that's like that's like the price of normal beer. Why did you not get normal beer? Because it might be better. But it's not gonna be better if it's from Aldi, is it? Is it? Did you say Aldi? Aye, but it's not like Aldi home brand. It's like it's proper. It's from some brewery somewhere in Scotland. Well. <laughs> All beers from brewery somewhere, Christoph. Oh, but, you know, the Innocent nice? Gun Brewery. Oh, oh, it's made in Innocent Guns Brewery. Scottish again. So it's like an Innocent Gun Ale. Ah, okay. Good times. What's it like? Have you tried it? I'm just going to take the first sip now. It's very exciting. It's just come to us with half the story. Come on, Chris, is it good? It's, What's it like? It's like a laggery ale. You know, we should just fuck off the music and we should just drink beer and talk about the beer for half hour. People would dig that shit, honestly. They'd be all over it. It'd be far more interesting, to be fair. So that's what I've got. What have you got? Uh, I am sticking to my Prague roots at the moment. And I'm, right, I'm going to have to hold it to the camera so you oh, can see it because I, I don't it. know what the fuck that says. Is it called? We think it's Staropramen. Is it not Star? Yeah, Is it not yeah. S-T-A-R? Staropramen, I think. Is that one of those yeah. mega bottles? A mega bottle, like the a six Death bottle. The six six days, is it? Is that a six six day? Uh, is the we get two for yeah six six day? Oh, yeah. I love a six six day. You're in Pizza Express and you're like, do you want the smaller or the largest? Like, what do you think, love? <laughs> <laughs> it's two for five at the co-op. I told you this. That's really good. What what measures yours? Four fifty. Four forty. Fucking amateurs. Nick, what are you drinking? <laughs> Well, for, for the first time in a while, I'm not being an absolute alcoholic. I do have a bit of beer. Peter Moretti. Oh, nice. Come on. The Italian stuff. Yeah. Nick, we need to make an arrangement from this day forth that we do something with that snow leopard because it freaks me the <laughs> fuck out. It just sits there staring into my soul every week. <laughs> is it just a teddy bear? Is it a hot water bottle? What, what is it? I don't understand. It's like, is it a teddy bear thing? Like, I think it's supposed to be like a head wrist or a neck. I don't know. Go white for it. Sorry, I just find it very amusing. We can stare to my sleep, so, you know. <laughs> amazing. Right, Chris, please may we do the intro. Oh, wait a minute, Chris is bringing that here. Oh, please, please, please. 
Apparently, this is the thing we're doing now. Okay, that's a penguin. <laughs> the dog found it. <laughs> oh, God. It's a winter penguin. It's got a scarf on. It's got um, a hat on. He seems chilly. <laughs> this isn't going to help make it 30 minutes long. No. <laughs> what do you mean the dog found the penguin, by the way? So it was in a cupboard, and he just came down with it and was like, where did you get that? So it's not like you dragged it off the street then? No, no, <laughs> you had no. visions of you just, like, collecting cuddly toys from around Aberdeen streets and ghettos. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Right, for fuck's sake, do the intro. <laughs> Welcome to episode 7, the hardest week so far, Arcade Fire's Funeral versus the Beatles' White Album. So, straight to the poll, because we always forget the poll, so straight to the poll. Ooh, okay, the poll. Nick, are you okay? You look like you're having some kind of fit there. Yeah, I fly, fly about my head, it's really annoying. <laughs> I can imagine that would be very annoying. I'm just binding time while I try and track down this poll, because as usual... I'm not ready. No, I think that we had about 50 votes this time, so it was quite a popular one. But it's no secret that uh, Arcade Fire got an absolute drumming, so if I just try and find the insight. So 53 votes, uh, 10 for Arcade Fire. Oh, I'm just burping down the mic. 32 for the White Album. Oof, that's the Beatles, high. That's high. That is high. So it's like, it's, it's treble and a bit. And then we had 11 people saying, uh, neither because I've got no soul. So I'd like to publicly humiliate those 11? people. Voted. That's 11 insane. people who don't like either album. So there's Scott Barlow, Neil Winwood, and Mark Gutter, John Thompson, Brian Hibbis, Jan Lawson, Janine Lawson maybe, Steve Hatton, Nick Mott, Julie Mills, Andy Carson, and Paul Evans all have no soul and will probably burn in hell for not liking either of those albums. Along with you, Nicholas, from what I've read on the sex so far. It's insane. So... So which album should we start off with, guys? Um, I think White Album was higher in the chart. Right. There's a bloody lot of songs. That's the first thing that strikes me. <laughs> There's an inordinate amount of songs. So shall we talk about what our tens are, first of all? So, Chris, do you want to list off your tens and I'll tell you where you were wrong? No, because mine's stuck in the computer. So if you could list off <laughs> your tens, I'll tell you where you've gone wrong. <laughs> Okay, so what I'll do is I'll quickly go onto our group yeah. chat and I'll find right the right right. I took earlier when I sent it to you because I forgot to forward the Excel sheet onto myself. But um, bum bum bum. Right, so it could be here a while because it's a lot of tens. So I've got Dear Prudence, yeah, Glass Onion yep. as a ten, the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. I put that one, and and I was a bit like, is this song? A children's nursery rhyme, or is it amazing? And I was like, "Well, John wrote it. It's so amazing. He's obviously good at writing children's nursery rhymes." Hey, I'm like, "Paul, Bill, what did you kill?" But it's a tune. It's a ten. Uh, after that, I had one guitar, my guitar, while my guitar gently weeps, which I forgot how good that was. You know, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the songs I don't listen to very often because it's a bit of a cliche because everybody always goes on about it. But yeah. actually, when I was loading my dishwasher. The other week, <laughs> the other day, <laughs> listen to the Wise album. I actually stopped in my tracks and listened to it because it was that good. Uh, next, I have Happiness is a Warm Gun was oh, a 10. Maybe the best song Chris, on the album? Uh, no, it's good, but it's not the best. I think Why My Guitar Gently Weeps is probably better. Uh, but it's good. I'm not denying that. Uh, Martha, my dear Chris, I know you're going to kick off him in this one, but I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, um, What's your issue with it? Granny music! <laughs> Granny music! <laughs> awful just i can imagine all these old women loving it this is the way i think your brain works sometimes it just 
thinks what it sees so you saw the the name Martha in the title <laughs> and then you didn't see past that you thought right it's a song for an old lady I don't need to do anything else with this it's just got all you like it's what's it called um, oh my friend Vaudeville it's Vaudeville stuff from 1930s Germany why is Paul McCartney obsessed with 1930s Germany I don't know I don't know. Nazi. <laughs> if anyone's listening, Paul McCartney is not a Nazi. <laughs> just, no, Nick, he's not. I didn't say was. I just said he might be a secret one. <laughs> kind of just keep making it worse. Say he's not a Nazi. <laughs> Paul McCartney is not a Nazi. Thank you. Thank you. Just that's another. Now Ringo, on the other hand. <laughs> Right. Uh, the next one, by the way. Uh, so there's a young chap who sits next to me at work, and I've, I talked to him about the podcast, and uh, I sent him my spreadsheets I've looked at today, and he was most perturbed that I put I'm so tired at six. What do, you, what do we think? Do we think I'm so tired at ten, or an eight, or a nine? What What do you think, Chris? It's really good. It sits to... well on the album, but it is it not a bit ploddy? It is a bit. I'm so it... tired. It it's just, just mm. yeah. It's like you know, I'm only sleeping. He quite likes songs about. Being tired and sleeping, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Okay, so it's a good podcast. It's, it's all right, but it's just not a 10. I put it as a 6. So, my next 10. Stay there, I need a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't join up the line, right? My next 10 was uh, Blackbird. Obviously. Blackbird's awesome. Just unbelievable. Piggies. I love piggies. piggies. Do you like piggies, Chris? Brilliant. It's just. Brilliant. I didn't think you'd like piggies. I thought you'd think that was a nursery rhyme one. No, I think when Paul writes nursery rhymes, he's just he doesn't make them interesting enough. But when John and George do, they're they're just great. Okay, so next we've got Rocky Raccoon. That was a ten. That was a ten. It's a great song. It's a great story. I like it. <laughs> uh, next, I've got Julia, which is just oh, obviously yeah. beautiful. Absolutely. Wrote about John's mother who passed away. Uh, next, I drop down a few and go right the way to track twenty to Mother Nature's Son, which is beautiful as well. It's uh, not as good as Blackbird, though, is it? No, but it is It is lovely. Yeah. I think, okay, if we were going to go over 10, I'd say Mother Nature Sons a 10, but Blackbird's probably 12. Yeah, yeah. Because we're inventing new rules now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got something to hide except me and my monkey. Not me and my snow leopard Nick monkey. And can or we penguin, just you, Chris? point out that is the most indie song on the album? It's almost... What do you think? Oh, it's so indie. Even, I see, I was thinking this about Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter is... Heavy rock. Okay. But Monkey's Indie. Yeah, definitely. That song Wait, is like so indie. Okay. Well, next is Helter Skelter, actually. That was my next 10. Then I got Revolution number one. Ooh, so this really confused me. <laughs> show an absolute lack of knowledge here. So when Revolution One came on, I just expected it to be the revolution that I know and love. You know, the the one the the big drums and the yeah. big angry guitars. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was like a a fifties version. Shoo up, shoo up, do up, what up, whatever that is. So yeah, that's quite quite confused by that so then I thought right well I know Revolution Number 9 is not the version I thought it was because that's just nonsense <laughs> so what? what's the uh, version that I'm used to and then it was a B-side wasn't it so was it the B-side to bum, bum, I made a note of this I somewhere. thought that would have been the A-side this better be a really good A-side uh, it was actually a really good A-side I just can't remember what it was uh, do, 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 do. Say that I can't find it in my notes. I'm actually going to type it. Ah, hey, Jude. hey Jude was released out yeah. there. Wow, Hey Jude and Revolution on one single. So, so John wanted John wanted to the uh, Revolution to be the A side, the single, 
and Paul said, well, it's not fast enough and it's a bit controversial. So the next day they went in and re-recorded Revolution faster with a more beat drum beat. Ah, okay. uh, and uh, then Paul agreed to have it on the single. So this acoustic uh, so. one came first? Yeah, the acoustic slow That's one came first. Weird. I thought it would have been the other way around. No, I did as well, but no, absolutely not. So there we go. Fascinating. But did you know that that version doesn't appear in any albums? It's just the B-side. Half half their songs are like that, though, isn't it? Rain. I know, it's madness, though, isn't it? This Boy. Yeah. They threw so much away. It's crazy. Because they could. Because it's the Beatles, and if the Beatles can't do it, who can? Right, where was I? So Revolution number one was a ten. Uh, (laughs) I just missed Honey Pie. Uh, And that was my last ten. Can we just say one thing for Honey Pie? Go on. Granny music! <laughs> it's horrendous. It's worse than Martha, my dear. Honey pie. Oh, it's just utter. Oh, it's horrible. If I never hear that song See, again in my life, I'll be happy. It's not as bad as Wild Honey Pie, though. No, that's a 10. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. That is not a 10. It's Absolutely just, not a 10. I love it. It's like a minute long. It's just crazy. Mm. I love all, I love stuff like that. If, I, just, I could but listen not, all day oh. to stuff like that. It, I just put that in the same, like level as revolution number nine which i don't know what the hell is going on there <laughs> so i i gave revolution nine a go today because i'd always skipped it when i've been listening to it during the week before no if i'm going to score this a one i'm going to listen to all eight minutes of it so i put it on spotify got the remastered version and i read the lyrics as it went along which by the way aren't really lyrics they're just absolute fucking nonsense and did you know it's eight and a half minutes long yeah and those eight and a half minutes chris and nick they sound like 28 minutes listening to it. <laughs> so do you know what we always say? That could have been Hey Jude. Yes, it could have. Why it was it not? It could have been Hey Jude in the album. I mean, Ace that they chucked eight minutes of absolute nonsense on in 68, but really, it, it doesn't belong. Is it Ace? It? I don't know. I don't think it is Ace. And the thing is, I read a bit about it today. I read that John Lennon had all, like, all literally different tape 10 different tape wheels going at the same time recording them all and from a techn- technological standpoint I reckon it's pretty impressive that he could do all that back in the 60s and yeah. had all these tape racks doing it but these days I could throw that together in two minutes in Logic Pro and it'd probably be better yeah there you go I said it I could do it better <laughs> Revolution <laughs> 10 John's one better <laughs> so Chris what songs have we missed out that you're passionate about um I don't should I go up the yeah, let me get up the Wikipedia. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll do passion first, eh? And then we'll do what are they thinking about? Because <laughs> there's some muck on it, isn't there? Yeah, there is some shit. And, and do, I'll, do, I'll probably do, touch do. upon this more later, but this do, is where do, I really do. struggled. So I didn't vote this week on the poll because if I look at it mathematically, I've got White Album coming out at 7.7 and a Funeral coming out at 9.5. But there are more tens on the White Album than there is on Funeral. So do ignore maths and go with which album's got the the greater amount of great songs on. Or do we look at it and go, the album as a whole, which is stronger? I don't know. So That's a, on a the back of um, Wild Honey Pie, why don't we do it in the roads just ace? Okay. It's just, it's brilliant. And I really like I Will. I mean, I know the problem with I Will is... It's Blackburn's weaker cousin, isn't it? If Blackburn wasn't it there, is. I Will would be great. I do like it, I Will. I think it's it's up there with some of the better songs in the album. It's just yeah. it's overshadowed by better songs. But oh. if that was on like a normal album, you'd love it. I've only got one more 10 that you don't have. Okay. But you have to have them all pulled out. 
Is that by Truffle? It's just Ace. No. It's just no, it's not. Ace. I love it. It's just so no, stupid. All those sweet like stuff. Album track. <laughs> indie, indie. Yeah, but it's not good indie. It's just, it's just terrible indie. But so looking back at the album, disc one or CD one or side one and two of the album, it's a lot stronger than CD two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. It's front heavy. I think that three quarters of the way through, they probably had about 21, 22 songs and they thought, oh, we could do a 30 track album here. And they just thought, fuck it, we're going to go for it. Let's gather up all the shit that's been... Yeah, literally fucking shit. <laughs> well, that's the great debate, isn't it? Should they have done it? I reckon it was a statement at the time to come out with a 30, 30 track album. That was a statement. I don't Definitely. think there's many bands out there at the moment, at that point. So bear in mind that all these albums that we've listened to for the Beatles so far, they're basically in the space of five or six years, aren't they? From like 69 to uh, 63 to 69. Uh, well, no, the first one was Revolver, which is 66. So it's 66 to 69. Yeah, but I'm just talking about the whole Beatles career. Right, the whole albums. career. Seven, al- seven years. Yeah, so seven seven years and how many albums? Like, Fourteen. No, 200 songs. 14. 200 songs. And then to actually have one of those 14 albums as a fucking 30-song album, it's a statement. It's crazy. It I really think is. you got to hand it to him. I think Adele's only released 30 songs in her 20-year career or something. And they're all shite. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, speaking of shite, you know, you've got... There's two sides to the white album. We've done the good stuff. Uh-huh. In my opinion, the shite is Obladi Oblada, just nonsense. You children's no, nursery like rhyme, just horrid. Ding, 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 horrid. Yeah, I, I really like it. So I scored that one a nine, didn't I? Jesus, nine. La 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 la, life goes on. It's like Yellow Sunbeam. It's one of the songs that you just know. It's it's like ingrained into one. It doesn't make it good though. It doesn't it because we've had this discussion for for songs being ingrained upon a nation's (laughs) psyche. It's gotta have some. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, I disagree. Right, right, said Fred. I'm so sexy. Is it a good song? Yes, because no, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Would Mozart write it? No. Is it clever? No. But is it a good song? Yeah, it's I'm too sexy for... It's just good. It's called a pop song, is what it is. Yeah, it's a really good pop a song. A good song, it's, it's a pop song. What good. Two bull guys singing about how sexy they are. Absolute genius. <laughs> Again, obladi, obladar. It's nonsense. It, who's, who's ever said that? Nobody's ever said it. It's a made-up word. But it rhymes, it makes a song, and there's a, there's a whole story running through the song about getting older and having kids and, you know, all that nonsense. It's lovely. Nothing wrong with that. Super. Right, how are you going to stand up for Don't Pass Me By? Where I, I totally forgot how the lyric, you were in a car crash and you lost your hair. <laughs> Awful. Just, I think that's the worst Beatles lyric ever. It's not great, is it? What did I score that? I, uh, Zero. It's what you should have scored it. Don't Pass Me By. Uh, I scored it a six, actually. <laughs> Love of me do. I was probably in a quite generous mood at that point. I think the worst song on the album, though, is Why Don't We Do It In The Road. No, it's Ace. No, it's not. It's Ace. nonsense. <laughs> Absolute balls. <laughs> do you know what song I don't like, but people really like? Your Blues. Uh, yeah, you just said it. Savo- no, Your Blues is awful. It's- so I- I'm a big Lennon fan, me. I love everything that Lennon does, but that song was just... 
plodding, guitar-driven, repetitive. I thought it was six minutes long. It's only four minutes long. It feels like six minutes. See, how how can you defend that, though? You say it's a good song. No, it's like, it, I feel like it goes on forever, and I'm glad it's only four minutes, because it feels longer, because it's so boring. Oh, so, so you don't repetitive. like it? I, I hate mis- it. understood you. No, hate I hate it as well. Hate it. Absolutely hate it. I thought you were saying you liked it. I was about to drive up to Aberdeen and punch you in the nose. Too and fucking long. It, really. The other stuff's just bland, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Nick, we haven't heard your tens. Have you got any? I'm, I'm presuming you listened to it once and then just discarded it as nonsense. <laughs> See, the problem is, right, it would make a, te- a great ten-track album. It would be one of the best albums ever in existence if they just did ten tracks. No, there's just be 30-odd. And it's shit. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. You can't defend I, that. You can't say the Y album's the best <laughs> album ever. Because there's so much crap on it. But there's also so much great stuff on it as well. Take off the crap, 10-track album, bang, best Ooh. album ever. Absolutely. Don't but, agree with you. <clears throat> so, I haven't listened to it for a while, and while I, my overwhelming thoughts revisiting it was, there's a lot more shit on here than I remember. And I'm also not a big fan yep. of the production. The production feels really clean on some of the tracks. When actually I quite like a more messy production, a bit more muddy. It just some of the the production. You like it too. I don't know if it's the remaster or not, and it's just it's made everything a bit too clean. Yeah. And it, I think the vocals are really, really out front on some of them. Where if you'd buried them a bit deeper, it would have been a bit more melodic. But I don't know. Who am I to question George Morrison? The guy's a genius, ish. A dead genius, but most of the geniuses are dead. But there we go. And on that note, should we move on to Arcade Fire? <laughs> Now I've just slandered the George Martin estate. Yeah, you're going to get sued. Yeah, well, I've got no money. They can have what I've got. I've got a broken mic. They can have that. Giles can come on the podcast and defend himself the next time there's a Beatles album. There we go. <laughs> Are there many more Beatles albums, Chris? Probably. It's definitely going to be... be there. Robert mm-hmm. Soul will be there. You know, what, you know what's there? Magical Mystery Tour is there. Oh, I love Magical Mystery Tour. I mean, not an album but a collection of great songs. Yeah, yeah, really good. Fool on a Hill, it's amazing. I look forward to that. Fool on a Hill's not amazing, but that's for another day. <laughs> Bloody the corridors. <laughs> that is for another fucking day, unfortunately. <laughs> we're 23 minutes in and we're still on the White Album, so we need, need to move on to Arcade Fire. Chris, what are your thoughts on Arcade Fire's funeral? This is like OK Computer, part two. I was, you know, we were like, not OK Computer, the other one, today. And I'm like, of course I love oh, yeah. Arcade Fire's funeral. It's my favorite. It's absolutely amazing. I love it from start to end. And I was listening to it. And the five singles are some of the best indie songs of the last 20 years. They're just oh God, yeah. utterly. I mean, every single single on it is just great. But the album tracks are, they're album tracks. They're, no, they're, they're, I they're, disagree. They're not, they're not, they're a bit boring. They're not really I doing think- it for me. Yeah, Crown of Love, boring song on there. Crown of Love, a half Crown like. Crown amazing. So half, I was like, yeah, but like, je suis on soir seer or whatever it's called. Oh, I can the Frenchine. Yeah, the Frenchine one. Frenchine and Haiti's boring. No, Haiti's amazing. So I just I I I love the singles, but the album tracks, I'm like. And that just reminds me of Kiddy, really. You see, I had the opposite feeling. I, I listened to it, and from start to finish, I was just absorbed again. It was like, I can't remember when it was released. Was it 2004, 2005? I, I it was a pub quiz I'd go to 04. 
Yeah, so... I would say the 19th of June, 2004. Oh, that was a good guess of the year by me. Come on, shots. Anyway. <laughs> it's a bit weird, that was, wasn't it? I apologise. That was... Anyway. A little bit of football fan. From from start to finish, I was just absorbed again. I was like, why do I not listen to this album every day? There's not a bad track on there. The lowest score I gave any song was uh, In the Back Seat at the end. I gave it an 8. Every other song's a 9 or a 10. Wow. That's how much I loved it. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And I made a comment that uh, on the last podcast that I remember the production being really muddy and quite atmospheric because all the instruments bleed into each other because it wasn't recorded very well. I think it sounds better. Uh, it's actually sounds better than I remember it for some reason. So I'm not sure if they sneakily remixed it on <laughs> Spotify yeah, not told anybody. But it sounds, <coughs> it sounds really, really good. <laughs> I mean, my 10s are uh, Neighbourhood One Tunnels is a 10. Laika's just oh, awe-inspiring. I love Laika. So good. Uh, Laika. Laika. My next 10 was Power Out. Uh, my next 10 was Crown of Love. Then I've got Wake Up. Then I've got Rebellion Lies. They are just some of the best indie music that's ever been most. Yeah. Mine were all 10s apart from Crown of Love, which I'd probably... Like. So I had a... I had... Um, who's he called? I had John Peel's scoring system because it was just too hard to judge things out of 10. So I've gone John Peel on everything. So zero, zero means muck, one <laughs> means sad eye, two means, yeah, it's not bad, and three means genius. So okay. five genius, crown I love two, and the rest were all ones. Okay. If it's good enough for John Peel, it's good enough for me. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, but I'll be listening to that album more, if I'm being honest. So that's the first album I'm taking away from this, thinking I've, I've neglected that album. I need to hammer that on a, on a daily basis. I mean... For the five singles, so when you put them on, you just keep increasing the volume. You're just like, I need it louder, I need it louder, I need it louder. You do. And the first song, Tunnels, as well, it's just, uh, from my from my neighbourhood to yours, whatever it is, it's just absolutely fantastic. I love that song. It's just glorious. Nick, talk <laughs> to me about Arcade Fire and Funeral and your distaste for all, all of this. Well, I have a distaste for it. It's just... When it first came out, right, I, see, I know when it first came out, and you two guys were wanking over it. <laughs> and like, I remember Chris going, you've got to listen to this, the best thing ever. And I'm like, okay, cool, so I listened to it. And I was like, it's all right. It's not amazing, it's all right. You know, and the singles are pretty good. But I just never really got into it. And listened to it last a couple of times this week, and was like, eh, it's fine <laughs> enough, but... We're going to make a playlist or anything like that. I remember, Christoph, you came down to my house in uh, Northwich just after the album came out and you were playing it all weekend at my house. And the first couple of listens, I was thinking, yeah, it just sounds a bit like a dross. By the time you'd left, you'd played it that much. I was just addicted to it. Yeah, it was so... I mean, we had that... Remember, it came out the same time as that other band, My Yellow Bellied Something Something... That band with Oh, clappy hands say yeah. Yeah, it was the same time as that, and it was like, oh, who's going to be the famous band? It really was, wasn't it? Yeah, I used to listen to clappy hands say yeah. They've done some amazing albums. Yeah. Honestly, their last album, uh, the Fragile Fertility or whatever it's called, probably my top ten albums of the last two years. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So uh, they're not quite in the mainstream anymore. He's just off doing his own thing. I think he's got rid of most of the band members, and he's. He's mostly a solo act these days, but his last album was phenomenal. So, yeah, both still doing well. Probably the thing to mention as well is I'm full of cold, so I sound snotty, so pardon me. But uh, last week I made a bit of a boo-boo, didn't I? And I talked about, like, a band who shall not be named 
being maybe a bit naughty when it comes to the old ladies and the, the touching and things like that. Anyway, that band was perfectly innocent, so we went back and we edited out all my comments <laughs> slandering this poor band. But actually, this time, I know it's right because I've done my research. Win Butler, Will Butler, has been a bit naughty, hasn't he? He's been accused of being a bit naughty. He's, a, he's accused of being a bit naughty, so I, I love this album, but am I allowed to love it? Is that, is that okay? I don't even know, because he's, he's been a bit naughty. So I, I, I just like to cancel culture for music. I mean, yeah, maybe don't go see is, them live if you're wanting to, you know, stand by your morals, but listening to a song on Spotify, it's not doing anyone any harm. No, I don't, I don't know where. I feel. Artists make any money from it, sir. So. I don't know how I feel about all this cancelling people, but I just think it's it's good to mention that last time I got it wrong, I slandered a poor up and coming band unfairly <laughs> and indiscriminately. I spread lies about them viciously for at least five minutes of this podcast that we had to edit out. But this time I was right. <laughs> He's got wondering hands. Apparently, oh. apparently, it's not been proved. <laughs> Those are the views of Matthew Short and not those of Nicholas Smart or Chris Fraser. <laughs> I'm just saying there are people out there who have said that his hands do wonder on occasion. And you and should bear that in mind if you're thinking he's about going suing to see those people. So, <laughs> well, you know that's good. He love your microphone, he will. <laughs> then you'll be left with nothing. One. This one here, this one here that will send us to be repaired. You can take that. Him and his wondering hands. <laughs> Anything else we want to say for Funeral? It's just a solid indie album. I mean, it, it is. The it's thing so is, good. There's, there's no like crazy depth to it like other discussions. It's just, it's Arcade Fire, Funeral, great songs. I hope there's some other Arcade Fire albums in so there. So do either of you have a preference for it then? So like, do you guys prefer White Album or Funeral? <laughs> oh. So the spreadsheet <laughs> said Funeral. <laughs> But I was hoping we could skirt, skirt past this. <laughs> if I if I had nope, if I'm I not getting a chance. If you're going to stand by your albums, you got to make if, a decision. If I'm in the car, I'd rather have Arcade Fire on because put on the banging songs because there's not much banging on White Album really, is there? Um, no. If I'm going for a dog walk in the countryside, White Album for sure. There's a time so and a place. I'm, I'm going to judge them as albums and as concepts as like a journey from start to finish. And if someone said to me now, Matt which would you listen to? The White Album starts to finish or Funeral starts to finish? It would be Funeral. Yeah. Just because I don't want to have to live through some of those songs. Yeah. But, take away 10 songs, cut it down to 20, it may be the White Album that wins, but at the moment, in its current form, it's got to be Funeral, I'm afraid. Yeah. It's just got to be. A decision has been made. Well done. Now they're both shite, let's move on. <laughs> I sounded a bit like Chris then, what, didn't I talk about Led Zeppelin songs or what was it, Pink Floyd songs? So if you just chop out 10 minutes, this song would be amazing. <laughs> Every week there's always chopping out songs. I know, we're always trying to fix the world, Nicholas, and it's a fruitful endeavour. Fruitless endeavour, even. Tis indeed. Right, playlist. Let's go on to it. Ba -dum -bum -bum -bum. Short this week, seven songs, was it? Eight songs? It was short this week, yeah. But the first song was Nothing Works by Declan McKenna. Now, I love Declan. He's a young lad. He's probably about 21, 22. But I've been listening to him since he was about 16 or 17 years old, which was most annoying because he was very talented at that age and I found that quite sickening. Uh, what did we think, guys? I like Declan McKenna. Solid indie songs. I don't yeah, think yeah. it's his best, but 
It's good. Okay, superb. Did you did you get a chance to listen to the playlist this week? Yeah, I did. Actually. I listened a few times, and the Declan one was it was nice. It's a nice song. It's not amazing, but it's nice. Nothing wrong with it. Good indie, solid super. indie. I put down solid, reliable indie. We like that. Good old Declan. So the next song was a controversial choice because something I'd never heard of before. But I went to see Smith and Burrows in uh, Stroud. And this guy was a support artist, and it was just him and an acoustic guitar doing a gig by himself, and he was really, really good. But he also works under the name Superlong, where he works with a producer, and this was his latest single, so it's probably not very well known, but it's called Every Beat by Superlong, and it's a bit, I don't know, George says it's a bit wet, but I quite like it, because I'm, I'm a fan of wet music. <laughs> what did you guys think? I thought it just, I just feel like. If if he, I don't know, is it a band or a guy in the, on the song? So the, the, it's a singer songwriter working with a producer. So it's like uh, if I came to you with an acoustic guitar song and you just, you know, like yeah. you used to do the Jessica Descent, you used to yeah. pull stuff behind my stuff. I feel he needs another person to. It just felt like someone was missing, and I think if he worked with someone else, it would just be a bit bigger and there'd be a bit more to it. So I think. So when I listened to it, this, I thought, oh, it's really nice this is, but the more I listened to it, the more I thought, like, it would work better in, like, a Damien Rice setting if he just got rid of all the shit. Yeah. And just had him and his acoustic guitar just, you know, do the performance. Either the strip it down or put more yeah. on it. It feels like a halfway house, like a demo or something, you know? Yeah. He's looking for us to finish it for him. <laughs> yeah, I know, I agree. Great singer, though, and great songwriter. It's just probably not where he needs to be at the moment in terms of production. Is that a fair statement? Right, let's move on. Oh, Declan Walsh and the... I'm playing it. And the Decadent West. I love this one, Hardly News. What did you guys think? I liked it. Um, I quite liked his accent coming through in verse two. It's quite good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I liked his good. words. They're interesting. Um, I thought it was good. did make me... Th- uh, so I, I did the, like, follow. It's like, you know, like, oh, you like it, I'll follow. So I can hear his other stuff. So, the other stuff's really good, actually. Yeah, he's done some other, some other really, really good songs. Okay, uh, any thoughts before we move on, Nick? Or just jump in if you want to say anything. If not, honestly, I'll just, I, you know, just you know, this is a short playlist, obviously, and I just never get quite enough time to listen to all this new news you guys keep throwing this way. <laughs> it's not music twenty four seven. When you've got the White Album with 30 songs and then you've got to listen to Funeral a few times, so we're up to like 60, 70 tracks straight away just playing exactly. them and we expect you to listen to playlists as well. It's tough. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But on the general playlist, I did listen to it about half a dozen times, liked what I was hearing. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll listen to it more. I'll probably put it on a different playlist that I've got so I can listen to it No, you can't do that because there'll be another playlist after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's that's true. Ending, I know. Just a never-ending fucking outpouring it's, it's, of music. Yeah, it's God, like what's going to happen is it's going to start having Christmas covers and Christmas originals, isn't it? Ooh, we need to do a Christmas playlist. That's oh. such a good album uh, idea. A I Christmas really, playlist that could be controversial. It's not because really not. Put something on, and it's like I, you'd be like, I can't have that. I can't have that on. <laughs> that's it we should all uh, each say three songs we refuse to go on it or something no we can't do that 
I, I, I cannot hear bloody Boney M's Mary's Boy Child ever again. And if you put that on, I'll just be like, no, no Boney M. No. What happened, Chris? Why can't you hear it ever again? What happened just, to that song? Did you accidentally it's just pish. do something to it? It's just utter working Tesco's back in 1982 or whenever it was with bloody Christmas songs playing. Oh, I feel sorry for anybody this Christmas working in a shop having to hear the same bloody 14 songs over and over. So, next song was Answerphone by Tom Adele. I am a massive Tom Adele fan. He could literally just film himself taking a poop and I'd probably buy it. Chris, what do we think? I love Tom Adele. We've seen him um, at Music Hall in Aberdeen. He was just, when he does delicate good, he does it great. Yeah. Um, but I just again, this was a bit. It felt a bit demo-y, a bit B-side. I don't know. Is this like a lead single, or is this just an album track? Or it's good. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a good song, but it doesn't feel like a single. Yeah. Did you listen to his last album, "The Best Day of My Life"? Yeah, it's good. Really, I think that's probably one of my favorite albums of the last ten years. I just absolutely adore wait, that wait. Album. Sorry, but I'm going to stop you right there. Right, the amount of times on every single podcast you go, "Are oh, my favorite albums of the last ten years?" How many favorite <laughs> albums can you have of those ten years? Ten years is a long fucking time, Nick. Who are you to judge me? Yeah, but you can have <laughs> three or four favorite albums. You can't have hundreds. Three or I can't. Four. I listen to a, a lot of a lot of music, Nick. So my, when I say it's one of my favorite albums of all time, I probably have about three hundred, you know, top albums of each year. So it's it's in there. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, no one can compete with that. That's psychotic. <laughs> no, but honestly, that Tom Adele album. If nobody's listened to it, you need to go and listen to it. Honestly, yeah. it's all the way through. It's him and the piano. There's not much other vocal uh, vocals or instruments all the way through. But it's not same minimal stuff. But it's not. It's, it's not samey. It's it's bizarre. That, it's just him and a piano. But it's not samey. It's an indictment of how strong the songs are, though. I think. Yeah. They are. They're such such good songs. I didn't so. like his album okay. before that much. Monster thought it was a bit weird. Sounded like he was having a breakdown. It really did, didn't it? <laughs> Which isn't... I don't want to hear that. So, I, that was a special offer on Amazon on, for the vinyl. And it went down to eight ninety nine, And I was umming and ahhing as, uh, do I get it? Because I've got all the other albums. That's the only one I haven't got. So I brought it for eight ninety nine. I listened to it probably about four weeks ago now. It, it was... It was uh, there's, there's some good on there. But it's not it's not up there with his finest, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And I, I love Tom Adele. I think he's fantastic. Okay, uh, Goodbye Horses, Lazarus. I love this. Chris, this was yours, wasn't it? This was mine. So Killian Murphy played it on his um, uh, BBC Six show and I was like, I know this. I'm like, I know this song. And then it got to the chorus. I'm like, oh my God, it's this song from Silence of the Lambs. I'm like, this is amazing. Add to Spotify, add to Spotify. And I've just been playing this for like a month. Just, it's just, it's so simple and just his drums with like, you know, minimal synths and, Oh, it's just brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. It's fantastic. Okay, next we've got uh, Black and Gold by Sivert Hayum. Am I saying that right, Nicholas? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> so I, I texted you about this one earlier in the week, didn't I? Because I absolutely loved it. Never heard it before, but it's just yep. it's vicious, it's black, it's gorgeous. I really like that one. Is it an old one? Do we know what year it is? It's it's quite. I think it's a few years old. Now here's the thing, right? I couldn't remember where I discovered this song. Yeah, I just I had it in my, my playlist for ages, and I was like, where where did I find that anyway? 
And then I remembered where I found it. It was another theme tune. Oh, okay. They used it in a Norwegian show. Uh, I'm not even 100% sure what Norwegian show it was. It was some Norwegian program we were watching. I think it was about the oil industry or some shit like that. Um, but that was a theme tune, and it's just it's a great song. So he's, I think he's really good in Norway. Yeah, as an really artist. Like and the last your your last song which you put on there, Nick, sent me on a on a re re uh, revisiting a journey, whatever you would like to call it, of Strange Love, because I absolutely loved Strange Love about fifteen years ago, and then I just seems forgot they existed. So you you put Freak on there, which is fantastic. Listen to that, but then I went back and listened to the uh, Love and Other Demons album. Yep. And my my favourite song on there is Sway, so and Twentieth Century Cold as well. Yeah. So you kind of sent me on a bit of a journey of that one, so thank you. Fantastic. It's, it's, it's does my memory serve me well, right? Did Strange Love support Suede in Aberdeen? They supported Suede. Yes, we know where the story's going. Yes, they did. <laughs> did something happen? Matt. Some must few in the toilets. toilets. And Patrick from Strange Love's cock. <laughs> did you, you accidentally sideswipe and, and go, oh, it's your cock, Patrick? Because you came out of the, out of the toilet and said, I just seen the guy from Strange Love's cock. And you were so excited. I did see his cock, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at people's cocks in the toilets, man. Listen, if you're having to pee in the in the, the thing, what they call the urinal, and the lead singer of Strange Love is next to you having a pee, you're going to have a look at his cock. <laughs> Anybody would do that. I'm not ashamed. No, That's just you, dudes. Matt. Just you. It's one of those urinals as well where you all stand together. It's not like you have to take a big glance, is it? It's like, you know, the old-fashioned 60s ones, isn't it? I would have taken a big glance, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone on tiptoes and peered over. Remember those weird ones? Nice um, cock, Patrick. At that, um, the Tears gig in London, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the mirrors. That's amazing. I just remember literally having to pee and, like, looking up at this mirror that was slanted down and he turns left and right and the mirror's going right the way around yeah. and it's just like a, a sea of cock. The heavens to- the heaven toilet had mirrors at eye level at forty five degree angles so that you just looked forward and seen everyone's cocks. Why did you want that? Because it's a gay club, Nick. Oh, okay, that makes more sense then. I didn't realise it was a gay club. I'm out of touch. That was just I had one us. more point to make. The the straight the strange love gig, was that not where we had the flamingo guy? <gasps> yes. And, yes, and well, yeah. we were waiting outside because we got early and Brett went away in a van and Nick's like, oh, he's yes. away getting heroin. And it turns out he was. He I actually was, was going away I to chased, get heroin. I chased him down the road. <laughs> I was like, it's Brett, it's Brett. You guys were like, fuck off, Matt, it's not Brett. So I just, like legging off down the road and confronting Brett in the middle of a road and going, you're Brett. And he's like, yes, yes, I am. And walked off <laughs> to get his heroin. <laughs> And then while we're waiting for him to come back, no, it's while we're waiting for him to come back, a guy pulls up in a Volvo and he's like, Give, do you want to do Pink Flamingo for a thousand pounds? And we're kind of like, how old are we, 16, 17? And we're like, we want a thousand pounds, but we definitely don't want to do Pink Flamingo for it, whatever that is. I still don't know what the sexual term Pink Flamingo is. I don't know. But anyway, what that is. There was three of us, one of him, we should have just got in the car, took the thousand pounds, bumped him over the head and just had a thousand pounds. We're so dumb. Well, of course, that would be a crime then, so maybe we're not that, that dumb. That would be a crime, Chris. So. He went to do Pink Flamingo with us. We were underage, and the Swede song was Now You're Over 21, so that would have been a crime. 
all a crime. I just remember him being firm and going, yo, yo, pink flamingo, thousand, yeah? <laughs> we're getting in the car well Matt and then he drove off and we were all kind of like a bit disappointed weren't we yeah. but what a gig so Patrick's cock got offered a thousand pounds for doing sexual stuff as a foreign guy and confronted Brett on his way to do heroin pretty good gig really. so oh, good God. so good magical times but there we go Right, should we do next week, Chris? You can break the bad news to us while I slip on my pint. There's good news, and there's technically good news. Oh dear God, that's never good, is it? <laughs> oh, that doesn't seem <laughs> Anything good. good should not be technical, it should just be good. There should be no barriers to its goodness. So, album number one, easy peasy. It's probably in our top five most important albums of all time. Okay, well it's one. Especially me and Nick, because it's pre mat Oh, okay. Yeah, Matt, you dick. Yeah. So, um, we'll, explain it's irrelevant. The, we'll explain the story next year, but it's a seminal album from 1991 from an American band that changed everything. Never mind. Yeah. Number two, I'm not even going to make you guess because you've got probably, Nick's got absolutely no idea who these people are. Matt might have heard of them. It Wait, is do you know Mutual who they Milk are, though? Hotels. Mutual Milk Hotel within the airplane oh. over the sea. In the airplane of the sea, I know this album. Fuck what you. Fuck? Yes. What? I don't know it. I thought it would be the other way around. No, Neutral Milk Hotel within the airplane over the sea. It's a cult classic. What it's is It's 1998. Like 70s. So think of Nick Drake, Violent Femmes, Early R.E.M., that sort of thing. Sounds shit already. <laughs> Jingly, jangly folk. But you've okay. got I quite like you get past the first lyric and track too. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nick just said he quite likes albums, so we're actually going to have an episode where Nick likes an album. <laughs> we'll see, because I haven't actually listened to it for a while, so I might end up going actually. <laughs> we might turn you shit, on to but, something. You know. Can you imagine? Chris, you could always I'm turn, not gonna turn Matt fine. on for anything. So, Matt, when you get to track two, the first time I listened to it, I switched it off and did try again for three months because track two's lyric starts, I love you, Jesus Christ. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And I just I had to switch it off. I was just like, I can't handle that right now. So, right, look at my phone. I've got Spotify Poise and I've already forgotten what the fucking thing's called. <laughs> it's a terrible name for a band. Neutral Milk Hotel. Neutral it's Milk shit, Hotel. It's not going to beat Nevermind, is it? It's just ridiculous. You'd think that's neutral milk. In the oh, airplane yeah, over the sea? Fucking hell, they're, they're <laughs> a bunch of fuckers, aren't they? Okay. And the album is In yep. the Airplane Over the Sea. I'm just going to put it out there that the first song's called, the first song is called King of yeah. Carrot Flowers. What the actual fucking... <laughs> so there's a lot of weird shit going on here. You're neither going to love it, hate it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. King of Carrot Flowers is a part one. There's yep. also a part two and three. <laughs> kind of a bit odd closely but. followed by In the Aeroplane Over the Sea Two Headed, Two -headed Boys, Boys really one. good I just really good that one no it's not Chris I can tell you it's not now I just do you think Nirvana's gonna win <laughs> I, well you know is Nirvana, Nirvana gonna win over the band I've never heard with a with a song called Two Headed Boy well could be close but I don't think so we'll see see Matt now you know why I feel every week when you these fucking albums I've never fucking heard of. I'm like, oh, 
So I'm just amazed that Yay, I win this week. I'm just amazed that it never minds above in utro, because in utro is the far superior album. Oh yeah, I would agree there to be honest with you, but I mean but it's judged on each song being awarded points out of a hundred, this thing, so it's not like someone says how much points you give that album. Each per- each song's judged and then it's the overall percentage for the album, you see. Ah, right, okay. Again, the world's full of fools, Christoph, so that'd be the reason why. <laughs> I don't even know if Neutro's in the top 100. Yeah, Chris, there has to be. What? Okay, you've got to look for it now. You know, we're, it we're only hitting an hour now of recording, so, you know, Matt's got a lot of editing There's lots do. of editing to do. It's because it's early, isn't it? <laughs> right. Goodbye, everybody who's listening, all six of you. Have yourselves a lovely week. We are the middle-aged indie kids. I think six would be an exaggeration. <laughs> Subscribe, like, <laughs> tell your friends. Chris is presently humping a penguin on screen. Chris, so stop doing that to the penguin. Isn't on YouTube. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.